0: Welcome to Portraits of Clongos, a podcast series that takes you on a journey into the lives of former pupils of Clongos Wood College. My name is Rossum McDermott, and in this podcast series, we will speak with alumni from Clongos to hear their first-hand accounts of the transformative impact this school has had on their lives. In today's podcast, we talk about the Alperdro Hurtado Programme. Since the first bursary pupil came to Klongos in 2007, over 100 boys have had the opportunity of a Clongos education. Boys whose families, economic circumstances in other times would have precluded them from a seven-day boarding experience that is Clongos Life. So joining me today is Joe Rooney, OC from 79, a past pupil that said, who is part of the Klongos Foundation team that seeks the funding for the Alberto Hutara Programme. To Rooney. welcome to Portes of Columbus.
1: Morning, Rosa. I'm delighted <laughs> to have the opportunity to, to speak with you and congratulations on the podcast. It's uh, a very, very kind. good series.
0: You're very kind. Thank you. Uh, the, having spoken to Bidemi Afalabi recently, the definition of the Alberto Utara program is really, well, I want to articulate with your help, if you want to, Take it and explain the difference between a scholarship, which is what Pidame talked about, and what the bursary is. So, if you want to kick it off, I,
1: yes, yeah, I, I'm delighted to have that opportunity to, to make the distinction because it's a very, very important distinction. A scholarship is really about deflected glory for the school, you know, it's about selecting boys in this case uh, on their academic or sporting. Music ability, so that they come to a school, achieve great distinction, you know, in in whatever field, which reflects very well on the school. Mm. The bursary program is about the individual; it's about the boy. There are criteria, but it's not academic, you know, it's not sporting, it's not musical. There, there are really two criteria which influence the selection of a, of a boy to come to One's it is a means testing, for want of a a better word. The parents need to be coming from a financial or economic environment where they simply could not afford to come to a school like Klongo's. Hmm. Uh, They have to fall below a certain threshold. And the majority of the boys who do come, come from primary schools that are in uh, designated areas.
0: So, how would you identify them, or how does that conversation start or duration begin?
1: Yep, I'll come back. Yeah. Come back to that because the there's, there's the second criteria really leads to that, and the second criteria is that the the boy himself would need or be seen to be able to benefit from a seven day all boys boarding school environment, <laughs> which we take. We take for granted. And uh, it, it, survived, yeah. It, I mean, it's it's a rarity now in in both Ireland and and in Britain to have a Catholic all boys seven day you know boarding school. So it is a different environment. Mm. It's necessary that the the boy would see be seen to be able to benefit, you know, from that environment mm. and, and to to flourish in in that environment, and that kind of leads really into, you know, the selection process. There's a very dedicated team uh, in Klongo's, kind of led by the AHP coordinator, Liz Griffin. The head masters and mistresses of primary schools around Ireland would be aware, not all of them, but they, they will, would have been made aware that this opportunity for a bursary place in Klongo's is available to those boys. so at the first instance you know the program is dependent on a good relationship between liz and the primary school network that's out there and trinity were very helpful in in setting that up the boys would then if they thought or the parents thought that this is something that they wanted to pursue would come down to klongo's Mm. and they'd have a look at klongo's and the dami makes the reference (laughs) as many of them do you know, that their first memory is coming down <laughs> the avenue. Coming down the avenue right? yeah. and uh you know they, they you're suddenly confronted with a you know, a castle. Yeah. And and what looks like a very kind of rarefied atmosphere, atmosphere and yeah. setting. The boy would come along with his parents and uh you know, would be taken on a tour of the school. if if, if there is still an interest on their part, then A team of teachers and prefects from Congo's. And there's, you know, this is one of the wonderful things about the HP. It works in in, in both ways. But there's a a very dedicated team in the school uh, who who are very committed to this program. Mm. And they would go to visit the boy and his family in their own environment. And they would see that as, as critically important. That they see, you know, the the atmosphere in the house, whether there is amongst one or both parents a kind of commitment to support yeah. the boy yeah. in, in the education, which is is critically important. I know from previous experience, they would always say that the mother is the important. That if the mother is committed, even if the father isn't, <laughs> the mother can drive that that you know that process. Mm. And there would be a second you know second visit. Uh, they want to see how.
0: That you know, dynamic works, yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, and kind of after that process, there is a subcommittee in, on the board of management who would review the applications, and you know offers would be given, but the offers would be based. There is that need to feel comfortable that the boy can survive mm. in a seven-day boarding in, in environment, and you know we we know from our own experience that. Boys came to Klongo's and didn't come back after you know, yeah. Halloween or didn't come back after Christmas. It's so not for everybody. Yeah. It's, it's not for everyone. And, and, and there's a big trial and error. But when you go through this very dedicated you know, process, it has been very successful. Mm. Uh, of course, some boys leave and, and some parents actually find that their life is too difficult without the son. It uh, might be how, how many stunt.
0: cases, roughly is that a small percentage. Um, it could be quite high. Per
1: it, it, it 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 goes <clears> through <throat> uh, phases. Mm. Um, I I would say in the you know o- over the life of the AHP that the number of boys or bursary boys that are left would be higher than the average for yeah. the school, but not not meaningly different. And one of the encouraging, we kind of monitor at a sort of macro level, you know, what's happening with the program. So when we go out to look for, for funding, mm. you know, that we can describe something in, in a generic sense, not talking about specific sure, voice. Yeah. And in the last couple of years, you know, there hasn't been anyone who, who, who's left, which is, is is a big positive. Because in the whole post-COVID, era there seems to be a greater level of unsettledness amongst pupils in general Mm. but you know in in every school and there does seem to be a greater turnover of people leaving midway through the school so the figures aren't really different you know from 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 the school you know as a
0: whole you've had some outstanding candidates i remember being at that launch it was in marion hotel somewhere January yeah
1: those three people who spoke were absolutely yeah i uh, correct you there they're not candidates i mean they were these were uh two ocs two and OCs, and, yeah. and and two boys who were in rhetoric who mm. uh were prepared to stand up and talk yeah uh, about their own experiences, you know, yeah. to Klongos, which, for, you know, for many could be a challenge. Yeah. What, one of the great things that we've, the foundation has, has has seen in recent years is an increasing willingness amongst the OCs who are, you know, bursary uh, boys, uh, graduates, uh, to talk on behalf of the foundation and, and of Klongos. And what you saw there that, that day in late January were these four young men who very in in, in, in who were very articulate, yeah, but, absolutely. But, but who were willing to talk from their own experience and, and not give some kind of glossy version, no. you know, some sanitized version that I'd run through and kind of struck no, out. No, all the no, bad no. Stuff. They're
0: very impressive, their articulateness, their eloquentness. The whole ability to express who and what they were was uh, very impressive for the age they were, and especially when you look back at your own life, you but, know, I, I could right. have, I couldn't have spoken about anything when yeah. he's that
1: level. Yeah, and what one of the uh, he was a graduate at the time. I'm sure he doesn't mind me mentioning his name because he, he he's been very good at coming back and 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 speaking on behalf of. The the foundation hmm. and Congos is Sean McMahon, and Sean at that stage was in Cambridge about uh, to get his colours. I uh, I think he'd don't, no, no, he'd he don't know he had already got his first <laughs> his, yeah, his colours. I'm not sure if you get yeah two colours, but he played in the the colours game, so he got his colours. But he was due to play in for the second time. Yeah. He was studying theoretical physics. I, I would imagine there probably weren't too many people. Who are studying theoretical physics yeah. and, and winning their colours at rugby? I'm, mm. I'm sure there are, but I'd say it's a a, a fairly small sub down Yeah. Uh, Degram, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Sean graduated out of Cambridge, you know, arguably the best you know undergraduate school for theoretical physics in mm. in, in the world. He then went and worked for a few years in London for, for a finance company, unknowing to many people. It, Father Phil might have known that uh, uh, that he was testing his vocation, and after two years, he decided to join the Jesuits. You know, un- under the guidance of Leonard Maloney, and it, it's a reflection of the times. But there, there weren't any other boys going into the novitiate in Birmingham, so Leonard uh, said, "Well, you know, you should you should go to I think it's it's and I stand to be corrected." Uh, it's in Austria. I think it's Salzburg, but it, it may maybe another town in Austria. And he joined six other boys who who went in to join the Jesuits at that time, mm. and wonderful wonderful chap, Sean, very impressive, uh, yeah. be, very impressive. But but he's representative. But Amy, who who you interviewed recently, again it, it, it is a person who who spoke with an eloquence and a Absolutely. confidence. And the two things that came through is that first of all he was quite happy to talk about his his early years in in a, you know growing up coming from Nigeria to a yeah. council flat in Francis Street you know, in Dublin of you know his many classmates who have gone in a different direction yeah. and that he was able to talk with such confidence of his experience in Klongos, and that he talks about a brotherhood yeah which to me is, is the greatest thing and a lot of people always come back and they ask, they, they sort of say, well, do these boys really integrate? I mean, um, and I mentioned before, it is a two-way thing, and I'll, I'll come back to that. But early, in my early years, what one of the bursary boys uh, had been chosen or wanted to and had been chosen to go on this exchange that uh, some of the boys in kongo's do with our sister Jesuit schools mm. in Australia. And I was kind of very conscious that, you know, if you if, if we were out there, speaking about the program and you mentioned this that some people might sort of say oh, well I, I thought these boys yeah. were coming back and so they, you know yeah. they, they they couldn't afford yeah. you know the, 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 to be able to go off to australia so i was very conscious of that so i i sort of said well i better go down and check this out with frank kelly who was mm-hmm. the head of prefecting at the time so i wandered down down uh, you know past the old refectory down to frank's office and went in as Frank, um, one of the boys who's, you know, going on the exchange to 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 Sydney um, was a bursary boy. And he looked at me and he sort of said, I'm not sure. <laughs> I, I'll have to check that and mm. come back. The reason he had to check, and, no and this has been repeated I, in speaking to, to to the teachers, is that they're not aware. Yeah. They, they may be a bit aware, you know, the, come in the beginning and, and, and you know, coming into a a very disciplined environment and some may struggle a bit with that but by by the end you know they they couldn't remember whether that boy was a you know bursary boy or not so he came back and said yes he was a bursary boy he worked through the summer to 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 pay his 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 way out there but it was another example of how these boys had become fully integrated in the day-to-day life which must be one of the criteria by which the AHP would be judged, and to have someone like Padme talking about the brotherhood—you yeah. know, his right. year being a brotherhood—is yeah is what we remember from Clongos. Yeah, you know, it, it, it's almost one of our defensive lines. <laughs> not, not that we should ever be yeah. defensive, yeah. but in explaining one of the things that makes Clongos different—you yeah. know, it's, it's like, that yeah, friendship. I
0: yeah, I was you, thinking about the other day when you hear the old people play soccer, team or the Lions. There's a bond that happened over six weeks, three months, that you go back to, we're no different in that way. So it's hard to be over Yeah.
1: Now, who was a hate? Who was Alberto Hurtado? He, he was a Chilean Jesuit who, as a boy, was bright. But the, his family financial circumstances mm. were, were straightened. And he was offered a scholarship to attend a the Jesuit school in Santiago. No. He then went on and joined the Jesuits and became a great champion of the poor and those less advantaged in in Chile through education. He he was a great believer in education and that education would be the thing that can change people, that allows people to achieve their ability, Mm. not just academically, but in, in the fullness of life. Yeah. And so he dedicated, and he's still recognized in, in Chile as, as a great champion of education for, for the less advantaged, you know, no. society. So he, the, the team that set out under the, the, the guidance of John Tardas and Jerry O'Hanlon, who, mm. who were two of the provincials who initiated or asked the schools to investigate, Jesuit schools to investigate, the possibility of of introducing these programs took the name of. Uh, Albert so, for example,
0: Albert. Do, do Belvedere do something similar? Gonzaga do something similar?
1: Uh, Belvedere were the first, right? Uh, and is is the AHP? Uh, name? No, is they they have a separate name yeah. for it. I I think Gonzaga who who were late to it, and I I haven't checked my facts, so I shouldn't yeah. shouldn't say anything. Uh, it, it seems to be a less ambitious uh, program. Is actually called the John Sullivan. Oh, so. The Belvedere started before Clongos. Mm. I think what one of the the issues that the committee had, and Martin Wallace was on the committee. Pat Nolan was very uh, was a great driver of the mm. program. He was on the Klongo's board, and, and the Jesuit kind of educationalist Brian Flannery mm. uh, were all on this committee uh, to investigate and to look into the possibility of such a program. Being a seven day. Boarding school is obviously a more costly exercise. And I I think one of the things that Klongo's had, that Belvedere had to a lesser extent, was that it was going to be, if if you were going to introduce a bursary program that was seeking to have 10% of the school's population, and it does need to be of that size to make sure that it's not just a few individuals who actually probably would feel maybe kind of marginalized. And again, that's probably not the right word, but um, you you were talking about a very significant financial burden, and it really wasn't until the Celtic Tiger, mm-hmm. got it up, up stride. on it, its full, yeah, striding. on all fours and striding yeah. forth, that there was the confidence to go out and start looking, you know, for the funding, you know, for the program. So it
0: all costs money. So how do you, how is the challenge now to get the
1: e- 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 the money in yeah. to
0: fund the program?
1: Uh, I mean, broadly speaking. The target and the target that was set, you know, for Klongos would be that 10% of the, the the student body would be bursary students. So broadly speaking, you're talking about, you know, a bill of nine hundred thousand a year hmm. you know, to fund that. It was decided at the beginning, maybe out of a kind of expediency, to go on a pay as you go basis. So the foundation at the time received a number of donations from past pupils mm. that allowed them run the program on a pay as you go basis. But as time which means well, you pay year by year. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Uh, as 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 time progressed and those funds, you know, dwindled, mm. the onus then became, you know, on my predecessor, Martin Nugent, to go out and and, and find you know, this sum almost mm. on an annual basis.
0: Which would be separate to anything else the school would have to raise for building projects, et cetera, et cetera. Very that distinct. Be,
1: yeah, very distinct. When, yeah. when, when I engage with past pupils or parents, and, and and one of the great developments in recent years is that parents do seem to be increasingly, you know, interested mm. in funding. You know, they, we ask them to be specific, you know, in terms of where they want to make their donation. I would say as a generalization that when I speak to past pupils, I would say that 95% of them are interested in funding the bursary, of those who want to make a donation to the school, of funding the bursary rather than buildings. So there was a realization on my part when I came into the foundation that we needed an endowment fund in place, uh, the income from which would allow for the program, hopefully, in the fullness of time, mm. to be self-funding. Yeah. So the launch that you referred to back in January 2020 was the start. We we had a number of donations uh, from past pupils, around five past pupils at that stage, uh, one a significant but very generous, that allowed us go to the launch with two million euros. The province very kindly. Uh, match that, and 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 the province and community, Joshua community in Congo's have been behind the AHP constantly. They've they've been wonderful in 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 their support.
0: Mm.
1: We had four million, and importantly, the decision you know had been taken that there would be a five-year holiday during which the fund would be allowed to be invested and and grow. We would hope. <laughs> As, as as we know, <laughs> the the stock market doesn't always go up. four million. yeah, yeah, or the bond market for that matter. So we, we had this five-year you know holiday. Uh, we we've had other donations again, a, one other significant donation, and we have an endowment fund at the moment of of uh, as of yesterday's close of seven point six million. Wow. We we have some legacies there, but the truth is is that we need really, for the thing to be totally self-funding, you know, we'd probably need 20 million. Mm. Now, having said that, there are nine bursary places that have been funded on a pay-as-you-go basis by past pupils. Mm. So past pupils have come up and they sort of say that they'd either pay for a pupil going through Klongos for the six years, or in the case of of, of a few past pupils, that they do it on a... Essentially indefinite basis. So there there are four places that we pretty sure are going to be funded for the very long term and incredibly generous. Mm. You know, if you capitalize, you know, the value of that at an appropriate discount rate, you know, the two those two commitments are two and a half million. Mm. So in a sense, it's still around twenty million, you know, that we need, maybe a bit less. So we have a lot of work. You know, to do the legacies will get us get us up another leg. As I said in in the last couple of years, uh, a number of parents have started to see the program, and this program kind of works both ways. Mm. You know, there there are, there are great benefits to Clongos aside from the benefits. Yeah, that was my last
0: question, the way when you say a call about the numbers, it sounds like the glass is half empty, but it's really half full considering where you start and that next point you just touched upon where a school benefits, you believe, from the program.
1: Yes, well, it's not for me to say, because yeah, I, we, I know, but I, I, know. I yeah.
0: uh, You know, um, at the end of the day, you're the man who yeah. has, to raise, has to raise the money, have to explain yeah. to people. So it's not on a sales pitch, but not, there is a positive
1: end yeah, uh, yeah. to the story. Well, well, sorry, as a bit of an aside before I come on to that, there are teachers down there who came, I think they probably came when you were there, so they came. <laughs> You know Tony Pierce came in my last year mm-hmm. Martin Nugent was mm-hmm. there when, when you were there Martin Wallace came the year after yeah they're still involved mm-hmm. you know in, in in the school and that's that says a lot about tremendous yeah. uh, about the, these individuals themselves mm-hmm. and that there, there are others there like Paul McCormick who's been there for a, for a long time and apologies to to anyone who who, who I may have missed <laughs> and obviously you have Michael Shield but but somehow you know you, and I don't mean to be de- deflecting as a chase Some people sort of say, well, that doesn't give you some uh, favor. But there's this cohort of teachers who not only are committed to Longers, but they've been committed to getting this program, you know, working. And Martin Wallace would sort of say that, you know, with with, with someone who's had 42 years of experience at the college, he said he's no doubt that the tolerance and appreciation of diversity that operates in the school now, has been shaped significantly by the AHP. When you think of the island that was in place in the 70s when we were there and the island of today, you can't be expecting boys to go out into this world who've only been grown up with a subsector. It goes back to sort of Kipling's line, you know, what do they know of England? who only England know. Yeah. I mean, if all you know, you know, white, middle-class boys and you come out into this world, mm. are, are you really prepared for, for, for that world? So it's, not, th- it's unreal. Yeah, it, it's unreal. And, 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 you know, you start going into, you know, this world of what, what they term hereditary meritocracy. Mm, yeah. So this program has had that impact, you know, on the school. You know, the boys participate in co-curricular activities at a level that is really no different from the cohort of, of boys. You know, there's been age piece boys who have won the medal for debating, who've been the head of the academy. They participate in music, in the choir, in sports, representing the school in rugby, amongst other sports. At a level that is no different but in from, fairness, from the fairness, so.
0: That should be. That should be. Yeah, I mean, it, be. It, It's yeah. not a subset of a subset. So it's great to see. But it's great to see that it gives us uh, that positivity. Yeah. Which leads me to ask you, do you consider
1: the job you've done or do, continue to do or the AHP successful? Without doubt. I mean, mm. at the, I, I think the school, you know, when I'm down there, it's a kind of nicer place mm. for want of a better word there's a you know wonderful group of educators there mm. they're, they're different from the joe britons and <laughs> pop cases of of our time but they're dedicated and the hp has contributed in, in my view uh, to to that but the great thing is that you have the Damie amongst all the others there's three boys who who, who are in georgetown mm. you know at the moment a past pupil and his wife funded a scholarship for a HB boy to study in Georgetown. Three boys went off. I've, I've forgotten how many applied at the beginning, but it came down to three who, who went to Georgetown for an interview. The university was so impressed that they offered, you know, scholarships, two more scholarships. So the three boys out of the same year who were in their fourth year, another OC, Gave some funding so that they could fully participate in college life without having to take mm. uh, a, you know, job, a secondary job, which kind of marks people out. Yeah, and I've I've seen it and read about it in the states that it, it it tends to be a marker. These three boys, you know, and again they've they've been prepared to talk on behalf of uh, the bursary program and the foundation. And all three
0: of them were a- AHP. Yeah,
1: so. yeah, but they.
0: I didn't ask you how many people went to Georgian who weren't aids over the years. <laughs> well, it was a good, tremendous these, uh,
1: achievement. Well, uh, yeah, and and but these 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 boys. I mean, the the maturity and and mm. and reflectiveness yeah. of the three boys is. And I'm, I'm not mentioning names now because I you know I, you know didn't speak to them beforehand to sort of say, but amazing. You know, I mean, they have developed and benefited. Not just from Congos, but from you know this generous, visionary offer of of, of of a past pupil. These boys, when they were eleven, would not in a million years have thought they would end up. They would end up, hmm. you know, ten years later, you know, in Washington. Incredible! It is. It Incredible. is, and 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 that is the program. It, it's about the individual, as I said. Hmm. It's not a def- something to deflect. Favorably on Clongos, it's about the individual. And when you see individuals flourishing, flourishing yeah. achieving, you know, their their potential, thanks to you know the school, the teachers, the Jesuits, it's it's a yeah, it's a great great story. So, in
0: summing up, is there a clarion call or a statement or something that you can do to?
1: Yeah, I I I would say, uh, and I've talked about all of these you know, donations, you know, they come through. I would say the one thing about the foundation and Klongos or past pupils and donating with Klongos is, aside from, and it's not a perfect exercise because you're not dealing with the the data set for each school mm. over the same time period. So it, it's a bit crude. But I did an exercise, and, and really outside of Eton and Harrow, mm. who have very big endowments and the income that comes from those endowments, but longos is is above every other you know school from as i said you know wouldn't be a perfect economic uh paper that mm. you could submit which is, is 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 incredible but it does come from a it's too skewed to a smaller number so if i look at our sister school riverview saint ignatius riverview mm. in in uh in sydney you know they they know raising roughly kind of the same types of figures, but it's across a much, much bigger donor base. Hmm. So I think there is a potential for people you know make do a direct debit or a standing order for a small amount hmm. and do it there. And that could provide you know a, a very kind of solid source of financing to go with you know all those, those very, very generous you know donors. You know that, that that we have had, and to get in touch with you, Joe, is through the foundation, through, through the foundation, uh, or through Antoinette Kelly or Emma Robinson, who work with me. Mm. I'm a bit of a luddite, uh. <laughs> so, but so yeah, social yeah. social media. That I took, <laughs> took myself off uh, Twitter, <laughs> LinkedIn, Instagram. <laughs> no, never into Twitter, uh, but the web the yeah. web page, <laughs> uh, and and you know you know the details are there. And uh, I think there, there, you know, there are links there for you know making. I should know. But uh, how many years have you given to the foundation, Joe? Um, this is my seventh. I'm, so. I'm into the seventh. But as my children would would call, it, <laughs> I'm kind of quietly quitting. Oh yeah. So the the day to day running, Antoinette has taken over. Emma's been there through most of my time there, uh, and my wife went off to people sort of say, "Oh, you 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 sort of great to do this by." My wife went off to UCD to do landscape architecture yeah. and I was sitting there with the dog and I said, I've got, I've got to do something. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I had retired, so I was kind of lucky I had the time and, you know, the capacity to, you know, to do it. But I, I don't think I could have done it if it was just about building. Yeah. I think the AHP is, is, is really something special for Klongos, you know, for the boys, the young men. themselves and it's funny in in the i can probably keep on saying it's funny it's not (laughs) but it's of note that in the preparatory paper that the committee presented to the board uh, i think it was probably around 2004 or five they said that you know their hope was that the opportunities and diversity that the program they thought would bring would be seen within a few ge- two generations. Generations is a bit of a vague notion, but I I'd like to think we're, we're still within one generation, mm. and it, it's very clearly become a very very integral part of the fabric of the school. We'd be biased that we you know we think is pretty special.
0: No, absolutely, your work has yeah. been a tremendous. Uh, the Alberto hotel program is always something that really has on my boat. I think it's a yeah. tremendous concept. And on their behalf, everybody's behalf, I want to thank you for your time, Joe Rooney, and speak on behalf of the Foundation. And uh, thanks for coming in to, to tell us. the AHP story. Yeah, and not asking me what my favorite piece of music was. <laughs> thanks. You can still answer that. <laughs> <laughs> thanks a lot, Joe. You're welcome.